What's up you guys? Welcome to the Verdant Growth Daily where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live echo. My goal is to help put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, and balanced with nature, all in just five minutes a day. My name's Eugene, and this is episode two. Today, we are going to be talking about... I think first we're going to be talking about how nervous I am to do this, because... This is the first time I'm ever trying to go live as Verdant Growth. And so for me, this is a new experience. And the idea that everything I say is going to be kept with no editing just makes me a little bit nervous. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about today was the term live echo. I use this expression as my slogan for Verdant Growth, and I've been asked before a couple of questions. First, I've been asked, what does echo mean? And two, why do you say echo and not eco? And so there's a couple of reasons for that. And hey, look at that. I've got somebody watching me already. Why are you nervous? Because going live man because going live is a new adventure for me um basically the reason i use the term echo or the reason i pronounce it echo and not eco is because i live in japan for the most part i started this while i lived here in japan and saying echo just felt more natural because in Japanese pronunciation they say echo to describe all of the environmentally friendly things when you have a car that's a hybrid they call it an echo car um, basically anything any like bamboo straws bamboo utensils and things like that they call all of that stuff echo and so when I made verdant growth without even thinking about it really I wanted to use this term live echo And I started saying live echo without even realizing that that is not the pronunciation that people use in America anymore, or I guess never did, because they think of the words like ecology. So I wanted to keep the echo thing. I liked the Japanese pronunciation. It feels more natural to me. And so what I did instead is I started to think about the meaning of echo. What does it mean to me to be echo, to live echo? And so for me, the epitome of being environmentally friendly is making yourself aware of the connection that you have with nature all the time. What happens when I drive my car? What happens when I take a shower? What happens every time I buy a new thing? Every time I do that, I have to be aware that there's an an environmental connection every single time. And so, with the term echo, I have now taken it and I've kind of given it my own meaning. Where echo, to me, means environmentally conscious. The e from environmental and the co from conscious. So that is the meaning that I've decided to give to the term live echo. 
So yeah, so that was one thing that I wanted to cover just because it is something that I get asked all the time. And yeah, and now, hey, cool, I have people in my chat now. I have people asking me questions, or not asking me questions, but at least talking to me. What's up, you guys? I really appreciate you guys tuning in. This is something that's really new for me and making me really, really nervous, but it's something that I hope to get used to, and it's something I want to do more. I want to do this every day because I just, I feel like I don't want to get out and just tell people what to do. It's not, like there's so many people out there already just telling people what to do. Do this, it's more environmentally friendly. Do that, it's better for the environment. Do this, it's more environmentally friendly. But I feel like I want to do more than just that. I want to actually lead people into action. And so to do that, you first need to be able to connect with the people you want to lead. And so that was why I decided to start this Verdant Growth Daily that I'm going to be doing every day, maybe five days a week, maybe seven days a week. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm really, really uh, excited to do this. Question. Question. What's the easiest first step for someone uh, to help the planet? I think that this is exactly what I was just talking about with the whole like the whole live echo thing, right? I think there is very little point in doing what people tell you to do just because that's the environmentally friendly thing to do. There are a lot of people out there who want to live environmentally friendly and that's enough of a reason for them. It's the environmentally friendly thing to do, so I'll do it. But I think for the most part, people are not really that interested in involving the planet in their everyday lives and decisions. So for me, I think the first step is always going to be to recognize what your connection is to the environment. Just, just pay attention to it a little bit. You don't have to actually do anything or change anything at all, but just be aware of it. For every, I don't know, every tissue you pull out, that's a little bit of an environmental connection there. You are, every time you pull a tissue, you're creating a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of demand for more tissues, which means more cutting down trees, which means more water to produce them. And so there's an environmental connection in literally everything you do from breathing, to driving your car, to every time you buy something new. So yeah, so that's absolutely, I think the first step to becoming environmentally friendly all the time is just recognize how many places that you are connected to nature. Like too many people view nature as something you go to visit on the weekend. Like, oh, it's a nice weekend. I'm gonna go out and go do some hiking in nature. I need to get out into nature and I need to go, you know, go to the beach and go swimming in the ocean or whatever. But you're always connected to nature. When you're in your house, every single thing you do is connected to nature and you will have some effect on nature with every single action you take. And so just recognizing that I think is the first step in becoming more environmentally friendly. You can make changes later. The changes will come naturally after you've already made those connections. Once you recognize that, man, these tissues, every time I take these tissues, it's creating 
uh, more demand for trees being cut down. Man, I, I don't like trees being cut down. And just being aware of that connection, you're going to naturally start to use less tissues or less toilet paper, whatever it is. You'll find those environmentally, you'll find the environmentally friendly solutions from your connections or recognizing your connections to nature. I hope that helps. I hope that helps because that's exactly how I started to think about it. That's the way that I have now come around to thinking about being environmentally friendly. Next question. Are you still taking cold showers? Um, not right now. Right now, it is literally freezing temperatures outside. It's literally snowing right now. So right now, cold showers are extremely cold showers. Like the water is near freezing. So I do turn the temperature down a little bit um, from whatever the, 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 like in Japan there, it's just like the temperature is just always set to one thing and then you just change the water pressure. So I always just turn down the water temperature just a few degrees. And then while I'm taking a shower, I always, um, while I'm in the shower, I always turn off the water when I'm not using it. So like I get into the shower, I turn on the water and just like wet myself down. Then I get some shampoo, add some shampoo in my hair and then turn off the water. And then I'll shampoo my hair. I'll turn it back on to rinse the shampoo out and then I'll turn it off again and then do the rest of my body. And then I'll turn it back on again to rinse and then done. So um, yes, my showers are currently not as environmentally friendly as they could be, but they are I hope better than average. My eventually when I go to the states I eventually want to get like an electric water heater too cuz that'll also help a little bit cuz in Japan we use gas. Well, I guess pretty much everywhere they use uh natural gas to heat up their water. But the nice thing about Japan though is that they use um instantaneous water heaters which you know, in America, they keep a big, huge tank of water in your garage all the time that's just constantly heating water. Um, I think Japan wins in efficiency there because here they just, they heat up water right when you need it. As soon as you turn on the hot water tap, it starts heating up the water and it heats it right as you use it. So I think that system is more efficient in terms of energy. I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway... I think that's a pretty good place to stop it right there. I think that was a great episode too. And I just want to say thank you to you guys because that just made this feel a lot easier than me just talking here by myself to the open internet. <laughs> so thank you guys a lot for, for tuning in. I really, really appreciate that. And I hope to everybody listening that You'll also go and check me out on YouTube. If you're not checking me out on YouTube right now, check me out on social media in all the different places that are all posted either in the description box below or on the screen right there, right there. So yeah, that's it. That's gonna do it for the Verdant Growth Daily for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will catch you tomorrow. Bye guys. See you.